When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, I'm Jimmy Bullard and this is me old Mac of Venus. We're back together, son. How are you? Hey, Bully. Great to be back working with you. What are we doing here, though? We're starting a football club in podcast form. The only thing we know, it's called FC Bullard. After that, it's all up for grabs. So, we haven't got any players, we haven't got a kit, we haven't got a club badge, we haven't got a stadium. Correct. FC Bullard. Welcome to the club. This is a crowd podcast. This episode is sponsored by The Erector. Jim offered. To be more like Jim, go to patreon.com forward slash Joe Show. Become an official sponsor, get bonus content and grow the show today. It's the Joe Show, you're sitting on the front row Always helping you grow all the things that you know So vote with your feet, tell the people you meet And if you want a treat, reach for a bag of meat Hello and welcome to our show I'm Joe Marler and this is Tom Fordyce. Hello, Joe. I'm going to ask you to do something straight away at the start. I feel like a magician saying that. Just um, open your phone and I want you to search for a name I'm about to give you. When I when you search this name, I want your instant reaction when you see what this geezer looks like. Shh, okay? Give me the name. Okay, Tim. Use your spelling. T-I-M. Tim. Protty. P-R-O. Double T-E-Y. Yeah. Jones. J-O-N-E-S. Ooh. Tell me what you see. That's me. <laughs> Who the fuck of... is Tim Protty Jones? He... And why is he why is he me? Just describe what he looks like. I was shown this image last night by Guitar Dave. He's got a big black beard and quite a longish nose. His ears are normal, but they stick out the same as mine. And he's wearing a cap. He seems to also be wearing in fact no. We've got different style. He's got the same style as Ryan, the producer. He's mainly wearing corduroy or checkered shirt. He's if me and Ryan had sex and one of us could conceive a baby and then accelerate its growth to <laughs> a 35-year-old man. Who is he and why did uh, Champagne Nick... Guitar Dave. Why did Guitar Dave send you him? Guitar Dave came to the Manchester leg of the Joe Marler show live not knowing who you were. And when he, when he saw you, he was like, fucking hell, is that Tim Potty Jones? The award-winning artist, songwriter, producer and radio presenter working out of London, UK. Have you ever had a lookalike so accurate as Tim Potty Jones? Uh, yes, I have. There was a lad called uh, Harry. He used to play for London Irish. Very similar nose, almost exactly the same as me, actually. And we went to the cinema, like in the younger Academy days, went to the cinema with a couple of the boys, and we bumped into a load of the Academy boys, uh, a load of London Irish boys, sorry. And there'd been this ongoing thing between the lads and the two teams of like, oh, you guys look exactly like each other, like double gangers, but never met in person. You say double gangers? Double gangers. <laughs> 
What's a doubleganger? It makes more sense. So what are you saying? Doppelganger. But I'm saying doubleganger. Yeah, which isn't a word. Do you understand what I mean by doubleganger? Yeah, I do, but only because I'm your friend, colleague. Okay, anyway, this bloke who looked like me, <laughs> we'd never met. And then we were sort of both at the back of the queues of both our gangs. and kind double of, gangs. We're just kind of like looking at each other, like checking each other out. And it was really weird. That's as shit as the story's going to get because we never interacted. It was just... Why not? Because... Is it look, too freaky? I've found him. I've tracked him down. Okay, let's have a look. I've Thoughts. never seen him before. <laughs> he looks nothing like you. <laughs> he's much better looking. Oh. He's quite lean. His hair's thick. Okay, I don't mean all like his other stuff. He's got your nose. Right. It was mainly the du double ganger nose guy. <laughs> look. Again, he's, he looks more like Elliot Daly there. He's got Elliot Daly's hair. Whilst we've been doing the world-class intro to this episode, Tom, I've been looking on my phone, surprise, surprise, and I've Instagrammed Tim Protty Jones to see if I could find him. I have found him. He does look remarkably like me still, or I look remarkably like him. Generous, yeah. In a lot of his photos. And it turns out he follows me. <gasps> so I'm going to follow him back. That's weird, isn't it? Because Why he does only... he follow me? Well, because you look like each other. There can't be any other is reason. It... Someone th... has said to him. Yeah, do you think he's had exactly the same On shit intro to his podcast saying, you know who you look like, mate? That fucking fat Joe Marler. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's looked it up and gone for it. And now I followed it, I'm going to see what happens between me and Tim Protty Jones. Joe, we would like to remind our listeners at this point in the show that we have new merch, merch. on sale. Which if, is short for what? Merchandise. Exactly. Oh. If you would like to buy a Grow the Show hoodie... Which I am kindly modelling for us today, which is almost certainly useless because it's of fucking ear form, not eye form. Joe, where could people get said hoodie from? Well, if they want one of these hoodies, which is very comfy... It's not got my face on it. It's got Grody Shaw. Grody Shaw. So it's slightly less narcissistic for me. And if someone else wants to wear it, as well as I wear it, you can click on the link in the episode description and buy away. Joe, should we get a guest on? Let me just ask Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ryan says yes. Okay. Our guest today is Joe, and he is a chocolatier. Welcome, Joe. Hello, Joe. Hello, Tom. Joe, it's nice to see you, but even as the words Joe leave my lips, I can see a potential problem here. <laughs> yeah, what about your name, eh? We've had loads of Toms, like Tom Reed Wilson. We've had words, Tom. We've had jockey Tom. So we've had two Toms. Is there any other Toms? There's loads of Toms. We've had loads and loads of Toms, but so you... It's got to be Chocky Joe. Chocky Joe. Chocky Joe. Is what all my friends call me. Chocky Joe. Yeah. Joe, do you enjoy chocolate? Do what a ridiculous question. <laughs> Why don't I just answer that myself? Yes. Yeah, I do actually really like chocolate. Your favourite chocolates, Joe? I'm saying you can basically walk into uh, a corner shop. I'm going to do you a sort of standard chocolate and then you mm -hmm. can give me a posh chocolate answer. Mm -hmm. Corner shop, just down the road from here. Yeah. You walk in, full range. Mm. Uh, you've only got enough money in your pocket for one bar. Which bar are you choosing? It's either a Milky Way or a picnic. You like a picnic? Fucking love a picnic. Why? Well, because you've got the variation of the nuts, the crispiness. So it's like a, a dairy milk, fruit and nut, but in a different format <laughs> and a different chocolate bar. What chocolate bar are you buying? I'm probably going for a Kit Kat. Fuck off. What's wrong with a Kit Kat? Of all of the things you could choose, you've got, that's not even a chocolate. It's a fucking wafer bar. <laughs> it's covered a chocolate with the thinnest, wafer. Yes, and it's in the name. 
And then the chocolate is like the smaller part of it. Like, but they go, oh, Kit Kat, the chocolate wafer. If you have a Kit Kat, which it sounds like you don't. No, I do. Do you snap it along the horizontal axis or do you just bite it or break it? No, I'll do the horizontal axis, but I'll do two at a time. Two mm. fingers? Yeah. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> Did you know the bit in between the wafers is actually just crushed up wafer? You know they've got wafer, they've got layers of wafer. Yeah. The old bits that haven't quite come out perfect, they just bring back in, crush it right down, and then put it in between the layers. So it's like cannibalizing itself. <laughs> what? It doesn't eat itself. <laughs> no, that's really good. That's sustainable. That's great recycling. That's no fucking no wastage. That is great to hear. That is a fun fact about chocolate. Mm. Thank you, Chocky Joe. What was your favourite chocolate then? Galaxy. <gasps> galaxy? Mm, just plain just Galaxy? Just plain Galaxy. Not Why? the Galaxy Caramel? No. No. I don't know. There's just saying about it. It's, it's smooth, it, this, milky. The smoothness. Yeah. Oh, I do love Galaxy. Yeah. But I often will get the big block of it and then each square, I'll put, well, they're not squares, they're rectangles, aren't yeah. they? And they're like grooved. They're like like a wave. I like to put it in my mouth. <laughs> Surprise me. And let it melt. Yeah. Like I don't bite it. it. I just put it on my tongue, like rub it up against the top of my mouth, the roof of my mouth, and just, oh, fucking hell. Let it wash all over my throat. <laughs> and it just goes down so smooth. And then I'll just continue to do that over and over. Until the whole bar's gone. Until the bar's gone. Mm. Because I can, once you pop, mate. <laughs> Chocolate Joe, I'm slightly surprised to hear you say Galaxy. Only because you run a chocolate shop. So in your shop, Chocolate Joe, if Joe... Hang on, what's your shop called? It's 1683 Chocolate Place. Mm. Did you set the shop up there because it was Chocolate Place or did the Chocolate Place come... No, so we named it Chocolate Place, but we are 1683 High Street. That's Quite an old shop. Yes. Yeah, it's um, like 15th, 16th century. So 1,400, 400. <laughs> it's grade two listed. So do you... Make chocolate there? Yes, I make oh, all the chocolate there. Do you? Mm. What types of chocolate do you make? Loads, I'll show you if you want. If You've brought a bag in, haven't you? I have. I've bought a couple oh, of yes. different things. I'm on a diet. <laughs> little fist bump with Joe. Have you got so, any diet-friendly chocolate? Mm, Is there such a thing? No. Air. It's called air. <laughs> so I actually, I actually bought something for Joe. Oh, oh okay, here we go. Let's just... That is that chocolate. This is a rugby ball. Made out of chocolate in the and... Harlequin's colours. So it's coarse, we've got the blue, we've got the red, we've got the It's a magenta, Tom. Magenta, all right. Is this, is this entire thing, it's actually the size and heft of a rugby ball. Yeah. Let me pass That's it over to you, Joe. Yeah, yeah. All it's of that is chocolate. Yeah, you can eat all of that. It's wrapped in cellophane. It's even sort of got a rugby ball texture to it. Oh, my God, it's heavy as fuck. <laughs> and I thought I'd put the Harlequins logo on it as well. Oh, my God. How the hell did you make that? Joe! Um, a lot of time. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Fuck me, dead. Do you want to eat it, Joe, or do you want to take it back No, to... I ain't eating that. Uh, how long will it last? Oh, years. It's not going to go off. You could have a little lick on the train home, couldn't you? <laughs> Just lick one end of it. I'm trying really hard here. <laughs> okay? I'm trying really hard, Tom. Would Grow you, up. If you had to lick one of the quarters, which would you go for first? I can't get my head round that this is actually... Is this a wind-up? Have you no. just, like... Is this an actual rugby ball and you've just, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's solid chocolate. Is it solid all the way through? No, no, no. no, no it's no, like no, an Easter egg. You'd never be able heavy. to eat it. No. <laughs> well, it still weighs about, what, two kilos? One kilo, two kilos? Two, 2.2. <laughs> <laughs> this is wonderful. Joe, thank you so much. But um, 
Have you got any more? Because I don't want to eat this one. <laughs> I can make you some more, don't worry. No, no, I meant, have you got any more with you? I haven't got any more ruby balls, but I've got some chocolate. No, I meant chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay, then. Yeah, fine, yeah, don't now. worry I about that. that was the only offering, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I didn't want to come across ungrateful, but at the same time, I don't Fancy want to eat some this. chocolate, yeah. That's fucking unbelievable. It is. I can't get my head around it. It it's looks the... so much like a rugby ball. Yeah, we had to get the mould, uh, especially in for France, just for it. <gasps> oh, well, that is re that's really kind of you. Thank you. I will You're... not be sharing that with Tom <laughs> at all. How have you made this giant rugby ball? Okay, so it starts off with a mould. Obviously, for this one, we had to get a special rugby ball mould. Yeah. And what's quite interesting about that one is most moulds are, are smooth. Um, so you'll see that the actual faces are smooth, but it's around the, the seam, the rough bit like you get on, yeah, a, on an actual... Yeah, the grip that you get on the rugby ball. Yeah. It's not something I've seen on a mould before, and it yeah. was... Um, like a sort of pimpling. Yeah. Micro pimples. It was a bit of a challenge, actually. Because it was pulling the cocoa butter off the... Funny enough, the black half, the black with the blue and the grey, yep. that came out perfectly first time. And then the other half, I had to make that a second time. How have you put the two halves together? Because it all, it literally looks so like it's been the same stitched. as how you make Easter eggs. Yes. For the Harlequins logo, I got a sticker printed and cut out yep. and then placed it into the mould and then sprayed the black all over the mould. It's fantastic, isn't it? And then once, once the black's set, you then peel off the sticker and then I sprayed the white to give, obviously, the white logo. But I had to actually tape the mould, so put, like, almost like masking tape, um, so that it doesn't leave a residue behind, into the mould so that you'd get those perfect lines of the, the, the different colours. So once it was kind of all sprayed and all, all different coloured, I then filled the whole thing with chocolate, tempered liquid chocolate. What's, what sort of chocolate? Milk. I thought, <laughs> I thought I'd go for milk chocolate. And, I, and what is the paint? Cocoa butter. So it's the same so as on these. Dyed cocoa butter, Papam. <laughs> I think I'm drunk <laughs> on chocolate. You are off your face. I'm off my tits on tryptophan. Trip <laughs> oh, okay, so that's definitely edible. Yeah, all edible. The whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. What would be, because one of the joys with an Easter egg is is breaking the Easter egg, isn't it? Yeah. It's, because um, if you're trying to, can you squeeze an Easter egg open, Joe? You know, if you grab With one, my mouth? It, no, with your hands. If you just try and break oh, it. you mean because you want the two perfect yeah. sides? Yeah. Mm, uh, no, I used to have the touch, but the arthritic fingers just a fuck now. So I just, and I don't really have the patience for it anymore. You smash it now on the I just kitchen go work surface. and lob it in my mouth, just because I'm just so desperate to eat it. Or I'll bite the top. I just hum, <laughs> and then they don't put stuff in the middle anymore, really. You don't get the little micro packets of whatever the egg is? Like a Smarty egg will usually have a little bag mm. of Smarties inside, won't it? I don't know. I haven't had an Easter egg in a while. We forgot to do chocolate Easter buttons. this year. We'll have some chocolate buttons inside. Yeah. Mm, is that what they, do they still do it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. My bad. Has that <laughs> rugby ball got some mini micro rugby no, balls? No, I didn't inside? put anything in there. Oh. <laughs> you can have it back then. <laughs> Joe Marler's show. Got a right, box so of chocolates. This, this is from your shop, yes. 1683 Chocolate Sauce. Place. Chocolate Place. Yeah. So we've got a lovely square box here, Joe Black. We've got some gold ribbons. Yeah, no, okay, I get it, mate. I know what you're doing. You're trying to, like, set the scene for the listener. I get it. Fucking open the box. <laughs> <laughs> you open the box. Okay, thanks. So, so these chocolates, um, we're literally just about to launch these to the public, so you guys are the first people to see them outside the shop. Exclusive. Chocolate exclusive. And that isn't an innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> so these will be launched on the 10th of May. Lid okay, off. Okay, so we're taking the lid off, which is... Um, oh, look at these! It's wafer thick. What the fuck are these? <laughs> they look like planets or snooker balls. 
Oh, how many have we got here, Joe? One, thirty-six. Two, thirty-six. Yeah. So right. I, put, I put two each in so that you've, you, there's no fighting. Are they all different flavours or just different colours? So there's They're eighteen just... different flavours in there. <gasps> Joe, describe we... what we're seeing here. They look like giant marbles. What birds' eggs? They all look like birds' eggs, actually. Yeah, <laughs> um, or marbles and. Oh, they're incredible. They're glistening. Super shiny, aren't they? Super shiny, like like they've been buffed. Have you buffed these balls? <laughs> that one looks like... An, the yellow one with the black on top looks a bit like an eyeball. So that one's... Uh, that's Bonoffi pie. No! What have you done there, Joe? <laughs> no! Well, I wanted to guess. Oh, uh, OK. So He's you'd... ruined the quiz. <laughs> we'll start the quiz now. So you've picked up the eyeball one. It's gone in your mouth. Fucking hell. <laughs> How's the diet go? <laughs> Don't mention the diet. <laughs> Oh my god, it's Banoffee Pie. <laughs> Obviously, I knew it was Banoffee Pie, but we'll do. Don't tell us the rest yet. Okay. Fucking hell! Try that eyeball. You smashed it down in one, didn't you? It's so good. Little sniff. Here we go. Really starts to come through. I can, I can really taste the banana bit of the Banoffee Pie at the back of my throat now. Here we go. Fucking hell! You're getting that banana in your mm. throat now. Fucking hell. Good, isn't it? Right at the end, there's some more. Yeah. That was like chocolate, but not like chocolate. Right, how on earth have you made that small-looking, shiny eyeball, A, look pretty, but then taste like a banoffee pie? How have you made that? Okay, so in that one, there's there's quite a few steps that go into it. There's two main elements as to why you get such a nice shine on them. Number one is polishing the moulds. So every mould gets polished with a very soft tea towel, microfiber cloth, something like that. And then you have to temper the cocoa butter. So the colours on the outside, they're cocoa butter-based colours. But they're so colourful. What's temper? So temper is aligning the crystal structure within the fat, which is cocoa butter is just pure fat. <laughs> steer, steer away from the fat chat. Um, <laughs> chocolate time because he's the diet. From the, from the cocoa butter, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, aligning the crystals into a certain formation that reflects the surface that they're put onto. So in theory, if you put them onto a mirror, you would get a perfect mirror reflection off the chocolate. What? This, I just did not think so much like science oh, it's, or... It's massively science. ...detail would go into... But then you look at the result of it and you go, well, fucking hell, of course, look at... Oh, my God. Which right. one are you going to go for next? Well, I was actually going to ask Chocky Joe, because uh, we're not going to sit here and go through all of it <laughs> and try and guess. I, I would like you to pick three... Yeah. And me and Tom, ha we both have the same one and we've both got to try and guess what it is. Okay. Because we like a quiz here. We okay. like a little, you know, one-upmanship. In a friendly, you know, warm way, don't we? It's okay, yeah. I'd go for the so, one in the middle with the green. So that just, yeah, those words, two. Words, Tom, can you describe this? these ones? The white and green ones. Okay, okay. so we've got... Get off, that's my one. <laughs> we've got a dome-shaped chocolate and it's got a dark and lighter green marbled effect over a pale white background. Is that fair, Joe? Yes. Do you want to sniff I... or are you going to pop it straight in? This one's white chocolate, obviously. Mm. Right, we're in. Oh, my God. Wow. I've what got a feeling. fucking fuck Ooh. is that? Lime. Lime. But what sort of lime? Key lime. Key lime pie? Yeah. I got that. <laughs> I gave you the answer. My, my answer. No, no, I get that. Chocky Joe is the adjudicator here because he's the chocolate expert also known as a chocolatier. Chocky Joe, <laughs> what is the correct answer, please? Key lime pie. And Chocky Joe. <laughs> it's got to be and half each. It's got to be half, half each. Half each, I gave him. <laughs> he literally waited till I said key lime and then just said pie. All right, you, you get two thirds, I get a third. So it's two thirds plays a third. Okay. Okay. Nice and easy for the scoring system. Actually, whilst we're on it, you obviously know this, Chocky Joe, but do you know what Chocky Joe just said there, Tom? That was made out of what? White chocolate. Do you want to know a fact about yes, white I chocolate? Would, would yeah, well, white. white chocolate isn't actually chocolate. Ah, uh, that depends on who you ask. 
Well, I'm asking me. <laughs> Mainly because I've written that down as my fact. Right, Chucky Joe, white chocolate. I've got a fact that's te- that says white chocolate isn't actually, can't be classed as chocolate because there isn't any... Uh, and this cocoa really solids. confused me. But I don't understand because this says cacao yeah. rather than cocoa. What's the difference between cacao and cocoa? The same thing, really. It's just spelt differently, is yeah. it? Okay, so there's no cocoa solid or liquid in white chocolate. Yes. But there so is... it can't be called chocolate. No, but there is cocoa butter. So it still does come from the cocoa bean, but there is just no cocoa solids, if that makes sense. Is that why it's white? It looks white? Yeah. So the cocoa solids, when, they're, when they've been through all of the processes, they end up being that chocolatey brown colour, whereas cocoa butter itself, in liquid form, it's like a yellowy, it looks like vegetable oil. When it's set, it's like a yellowy, creamy sort of colour, hence why white chocolate isn't actually white. What's your favourite type of chocolate? Is it milk, dark or white? Is there only three types? Four. Oh, what's the fourth? So it's called ruby chocolate. Ruby. Is it red? It's like a pinky colour. Okay. Um, So it was only, it only came out in 2019. They, They found this new chocolate. Where the fuck have they found this chocolate? <laughs> it's just normal chocolate, but it, it's how they process it is slightly different. Um, so it's is it like that coffee pink. bean? Which coffee bean? You know that Kopi Luwak one. They it get the, the, civet. the civets to shit it out. Is this the same? <laughs> what? Similar. Who the fuck is shitting out ruby chocolate? <laughs> no, no one's shitting it out. Oh, <laughs> but it's it it, it comes again like that way. It comes from coffee. This one comes from the cocoa bean. Yeah, but it is just processed slightly differently um, and it's naturally occurring pink chocolate. Wow, so there's a new chocolate out there. Which one of those four, Joe? Clearly the, the ruby is a new one to you so you can have that or not have it but of your standard three, what, how are you ranking them? Oh, yeah, I, I think it's milk. Number one. Oh, fuck, I really like white chocolate. I think it's milk. Then white chocolate. Oh, but then I really like the dark chocolate, the limp one with the orange... Um, <gasps> And the nutty bits like through it. Oh, I just, I can't give you uh, a definitive answer right now because. In this moment? In this moment, milk, white, dark, ruby. Ruby could go higher, but you just never had it. Yeah, it has to be there at the minute. But then I'm not sure. It depends if I'm sticking to my diet, which I'd probably go with dark because apparently that's good for you. Is dark? Yeah, it's high high in antioxidants. So then it's a healthy thing? Yeah. So but there is roughly the same amount of calories across dark milk and white chocolate. So it's not healthier for me. <laughs> so you've just lied to me, but... Chucky Joe. <laughs> so, okay. But same dark... calories, but better for you. Because of the antioxidants? Yeah. Okay, I get that. Do you genuinely like dark chocolate? Fucking love it. Only the orange one. And maybe the the lint, specifically the lint orange. But thin chocolate, that's Yeah, it? thin one. And also the lint... Any other one, like, Bourneville can eat shit. Well, it is like eating shit, isn't it? That's what I mean, like, fucking rank, isn't it? <laughs> Do you find, Chocolate Joe, that dark chocolate is a little bit of a controversial one? Because people who love dark chocolate really love dark chocolate. Yeah. And other people, perhaps like Joe and me, are baffled by dark, dark chocolate. It's a difficult one. You do get people in the shop who just want dark chocolate. As a tendency, we have found that the elder generations prefer the darker chocolate. That's surely to do with the palate, though, because the older you get, the better you are at taking bitter shit in. <laughs> Isn't it? You can eat bitter stuff more. That's why you can drink whiskey and shit when and you're And when older. you're five, you don't like coffee or yeah, red what? wine. Yeah, name a five-year-old that drinks red wine or coffee. And enjoys a cigar. No, you can't. Name a 60-year-old that can. Babe. Exactly. 
Point proven. End of episode. Um, <laughs> what's more expensive, milk chocolate or dark chocolate or white chocolate or ruby chocolate? Ruby chocolate's a lot more expensive. There's only one manufacturer for it in the world. And where in the world? Switzerland? Uh, so, no, it's Belgian. It's a Belgian oh. company. And they're called, it's a company called Calabao. Calabao. Yeah. They do the chocolate on the Magnums, for example. The thinnest That's... layer of all. Mm. That's one of my favourite chocolates. They're the only company in the world that makes the ruby. They've got like a patent on it at the moment. So that's expensive. That's the expensive one. Yeah. At the moment, milk prices are phenomenally high. So obviously milk, milk chocolate, white chocolate have both have milk powder in. So milk prices are the higher part at the moment. Um, so at the moment, white chocolate is the most expensive, then milk, then dark. But it does vary. A couple of years ago, the dark chocolate was the most expensive because cocoa is more than milk. Shrink the Box is back for a brand new season. This is the podcast where we put our favourite fictional TV characters into therapy. Join me, Ben Bailey-Smith, and our brand new psychotherapist, Namone Metaxas. Hi, Ben. Yes, this season we're going to be putting the likes of Tommy from Peaky Blinders, Cersei from Game of Thrones on the couch to learn why their behaviour creates so much drama. So make sure you press the follow button to get new episodes as soon as they land on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Shrink the Box is a Sony Music Entertainment original podcast. Chocolate Joe, we are recording today's episode in the middle of Birmingham, which is the home of Cadbury's. Uh, your chocolate shop is in Knoll, just south of Birmingham, just across the M42, is that correct? Yeah. Um, where is the true home of chocolate? If you ask any Birmingham, they'll say Birmingham. Is it? But up north, they're going to say York. Because of the round trees. And fries. Oh, fries, yes. Oh, fries. The, the guys that make... Um, min- chocolate cream. Chocolate cream. They made the Turkish delight. Uh, I thought that that's confusing. What do you mean? Well, it's called Turkish delight. Has <laughs> that got chocolate on it? Yeah. My my mouth is getting wet, <laughs> and I'm really enjoying the chat. And let's continue the chat. But I would also like round two of the chocolates. Okay. So could you, Chucky Joe, choose the next chocolate? Bear in mind, it's two thirds to one third in Tom's favour right now. Okay. We're doing three in total? Three in total, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's do the red and gold one. Red Ooh, and gold. Where's that? These ones? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. these are the ones, Joe, that look a little bit like it. Stop pushing my hand out the way of the Well, chocolate. it's just natural. You go to reach for a chocolate, I want to bat your hand away because <laughs> I also want that chocolate, even though there's two of them. So this is a uh, lovely sort of deep red colour and it has gold speckles on the top. Oh, and the base looks a little <gasps> bit darker than milk, mm-hmm. but not dark enough to just be dark. So it's like a... It seems like some sort of hybrid to me. Okay. Um, shall we pop it in? Let's do it. Here we go. Oh, it's a truffle consistency. Biscuit base. Oh, my God. Fucking hell. Tastes digestive. There's a speculoos element to this. Hang on. Don't just say speculoos pie. <laughs> <laughs> Really good review. I'm just saying speculoos. Chocolate biscuit cake. It's like a tiffin. It's like a weird... Do you get no speculoos in there? What the fuck is speculoos? I've won this point. Loads of Biscoff? You've never eaten Biscoff? <laughs> you never spooned Biscoff into your I mouth? I fucking have. That's what I was tasting. <laughs> so what's the answer? Lotus Biscoff. Crunchy Lotus Biscoff. Did you say that whole word? Speculoos, yeah. What did you say? That's the name of... Yeah, so speculo- So Lotus Biscoff is a brand of speculoos biscuits. Joe, Fuck, unfortunately. Good. I, yeah, no, you can win that all you want, mate. <laughs> so that's one and two thirds plays one third. And, <laughs> oh, that was good, wasn't it? So that, was, that was in dark chocolate as well. Yeah. So pure dark chocolate, but 
Very dark chocolate is very bitter, as you know. Our dark chocolate we use is only 55%. So it's quite a light dark chocolate. So you get the, the nice cocoa-y flavour, but without the bitterness that goes with... And what's normal. the strongest dark, dark chocolate you can get? 100%. <laughs> right, OK. Don't know where to go from there. Let's go back to the bitterness. Um, no, let's do a little bit more chocolate chat. Build, build some mm. suspense. Um, By the way, just before we temporarily leave this box of chocolates this is like no box of chocolates I've ever A. looked at but B. tasted I was sort of expecting chocolate Joe a posh milk tray <laughs> yeah so was I actually this is blo- this is blown my <laughs> this has blown me away yeah, I, can't, I can't even talk they've taken a lot of work these ones have the oh, new, the, and these the are these ones. are like like we've said they're exclusive you're going to release these to the public soon yes yeah oh. very soon so they are unbelievable. They are I'm not I'm not hyping that up. They are I. incredible. I can't wait to eat more. Um, <laughs> right, let's go through the big names. Who are the big dogs in the sort of commercial chocolate world? I've said Lint. Yeah. Nestle. I'm, you've said Fries. Is that, are they are they they're not really big dog, are they? Mm, they still sort of are. They're still you still get them in corner shops, so I suppose you could. Okay, no. Um Milka, is that part of the Nestle Empire? <gasps> They're um, they're from Switzerland. Yeah, they're Swiss-based chocolate, aren't they? Are they a big? I think they're quite big dog. They're quite they're big not in my life. In the UK, though, are they? No, but they're everywhere abroad. Everywhere. Yeah, that was my first. I remember being on my first ferry. I think I've only ever been on one ferry. <laughs> Joe's first ferry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to Guernsey, and it was the first time I'd seen this purple bar with a cow on it and some clouds or dropped milk or whatever it was, and it was milk or chocolate, and I can still remember that moment of tasting that bar and then finishing it in the like kids' TVs play section and just do you know what I mean the mm. one and then so I quite like that one. Creamy chocolate. So we've got Cadbury's, Nestle. I'm not Milk. really counting fries or Milka. Who else we got? Lint. America, you got Hershey's. Don't they just do peanut? Yeah. <laughs> no. They what do more dip? than peanut? Yeah, yeah. They do a whole range of, you mean, you can get Hershey's chocolate sauce, you can get Hershey bars, everything. Why is American chocolate so different to European chocolate? When I say different, I mean shitter then. <laughs> So there was actually a study um, shown and there was a chocolatier from London who went went around all the countries. So went to England, uh, went London, uh, Switzerland, France, Belgium and America and made five bars of chocolate. It looked exactly the same, but came from chocolate from their country. So England had Cadbury's, America had Hershey's and so forth. And every country picked their own chocolate as their favourite. How? Like they just, they just it, it, because you get so used to the flavour that you're used to. So you're not. So they it, need to really like get out more. <laughs> they need to like mix but it up. A lot of people would know Cadbury's chocolate compared to Hershey's, for example. So have we established yet who is the creme de la creme of le chocolat? And I don't want to be reading in the accent, <laughs> but uh, who is it? <laughs> So country-wise or brand-wise? We go with, uh, we, once we on the brand chat, we go with brand, uh, and then we go with the country. The creme de la creme of brands. Yes. Oh, it's got to be Lint. Lint. Oh. Mm. Lint. 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 With a T. Right, so that's the brand chocolate, Joe. What about the country or nation? I think it's got to be Belgian chocolate. <gasps> Why? It's creamy, it's the most cocoa-y flavour. I just think it's the best. Uh, this confuses me a little bit mm-hmm. because Belgium yeah. is in Europe, yeah? So where was chocolate first invented, Tom? 
I'm looking at you because I think Chucky Joe might know. West Africa. Oh, not bad. Really? Did you look at my notes? No. You did a little bit, didn't you? No. No, it, it wasn't. Um, apparently, chocolate was invented in Mesoamerica. Really? Mesoamerica? South America. South America. Is that where the word chocolate comes from? There's a province well, in Mexico. They're not, there's a bit of confusion there's over this. Correct, confusion me, correct me if I'm wrong on this, Chucky Joe, but how, what I understand it to be is that the word chocolate comes from the, the Nahulta, Nahultal, Nahuatl language of South America, and it comes from the word Acola. Well, it's spelled <laughs> X-O-C-O-L-A-T-L. That would be like Zocola. Anyway, it says maybe it's called a cola, but the first bit is X-O-C-O-C, <laughs> meaning sour or bitter, and the second bit, atal, is water or drink, because originally they first discovered it as a drink. It wasn't solid. It was this bitter, fermented, hot chocolate thing around 1900 BC, and it was used mainly for medicinal purposes. And, yeah, it was for medicinal. And then, you know, a little bit later on, it was actually thought to be an aphrodisiac. And he gave the drink a strength. And then also this little quirky fact. You know the Aztecs? Yeah. You know, they were crazy about fucking sacrificing people. Yeah. Weren't they? They used to, like, stab them in the heart and chuck them down those stairs. The people that used to get, like, really down or scared about doing this ritual, they would just give a bit of chocolate to cheer them up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so hang on. Well, because they were they were just like moping about, moping. Yeah, well, they'll be like, oh, to see my entire family. Wanna, their heads wanna, chopped off. A bit I don't want to take part in this famous ritual that like they should be proud to be part of. So they just give them a gourd, a gourd, gourd. Do you, do you know what a gourd is? A gourd is like G O U R D. Isn't it like a cup? Yeah, they just give them a cup of chocolate <laughs> to cheer them up. Be like, oh, it's all right, mate. Have a bit of hot cocoa before you have your head chopped off. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Uh, now, I've said that out loud yeah. from the origins of chocolate. Now, Chocky Joe, how accurate was I? Accurate. <gasps> Non-Chocky so, Tom, listen <laughs> up here. So in Aztec time, mm. um, they used to make the hot chocolate drink, not as we know it, but it was with water and flavoured. Um, so quite a common flavour they would use in it would be chili. Is that, isn't that like an in thing? That came that came about 10, 15 years ago, didn't it? It was the whole in thing, the chili chocolate yeah. scene. Is that still knocking about? Or is it? Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Not to me. Do you like? <laughs> you don't like that, do you? What do you want your mouth on fire for the like? <laughs> I know you're having chocolate. And then uh, it was also classed as being more valuable than gold. Um, so it was actually used as a currency. Almost like the government back then were actually restricting how many people could grow the cocoa trees. Otherwise, money would literally grow on trees and everyone just plant their own. <gasps> fucking hell. He's taken, he's a good guest today, Great Jim. guest. He's <laughs> taken the fact sheet up to another like level. I'm glad you agreed with a lot of it. Am I saying this word right? Yakalakadol. Ox. I couldn't tell you on that one. Yeah, let's get back to chocolate. <laughs> round three, penultimate round. It's not the penultimate round, it's the final round. You round can't win. three, the ultimate round. <laughs> <laughs> the pointless round, because you've lost already. Have I? Can I not win? How you're how you're you gonna... one and two thirds, Yeah. and I'm a third. Yeah. So, so if, if you... I get this one, which is worth oh. two points. <laughs> Isn't it, Chucky well, Joe? It can be worth two points. Don't bend to his will, chocolate <laughs> Joe. He's bullying you. <laughs> This so hang on, we've, first one we had key lime pie. Yeah. Second one, Biscoff, Lotus Biscoff Speculous. dark chocolate. Yeah. What do you call it? Speculous. Okay, fucking good. <laughs> Third one, what <sighs> are we attempted? Oh, 
Are they all nice? Yeah. I know you're biased, but like, is there any... <laughs> well, there's, there's one that I was going to get you to next, which was kind of on topic for what we've just been talking about. Oh. Oh. Chili. No, fuck off. <laughs> Chocky Joe. Well, we don't know now, because he, he could choose that one. We've got to eat whatever he puts in our mouth. Have you heard, Joe, uh, you may have had these with the kids, those jelly beans where some of them are like dog shit flavour? Like bean boozled. Yes. Yes, yeah. Were you both in Harry Potter or something? <laughs> What Have you never tried those? No, what are these? We used to do them in school all the time. Um, so they do, they make jelly beans and they look exactly the same in a mixed bag. You pick one and it, it's got like a menu card and it says it could be this flavour or this flavour. Like, like nice flavour or shit flavour. Like yeah. Revels. No, but even worse. Like even worse. So it could be like peach and something, which would be nice, or some like dog food. <laughs> You've never had these? No. It's the best stitch up of all time. Yeah. Mm. You can get off milk, you can get vomit yeah. flavour. Oh, it's bad. Some what? of them are horrendous. Sweaty gooch flavour, that's not true, but you <laughs> may as well have it. Okay, so let's not do the chilli one because you guys... I don't know now because you're fucking... <laughs> whether you're double bluffing me. Okay, let's go for the blue and black one in the middle. <laughs> Again, Joe pushing my hand away. Oh, it's so shiny and... Okay, oh, it's dark chocolate. That's a lovely blue. What cut Before you put eat it, Joe, what colour blue are we looking at here, chocolate, So, uh, I made midnight. that blue, so it's that's based sky on blue. sky blue. Yeah, that's like... That's like the sun's just about to go down. It like it's it's like light. Then the sun, if you actually move it in your hand, the sun's going down. And then I look at the top of the chocolate, and it looks like a fish eye. Or if you look at the top of the chocolate, it looks slightly like Darth Vader's helmet, like his knob. <laughs> and you know what Darth? That actually, if you look at it, it does look like a, a bell end. <laughs> that that could be Darth Vader's bell end. So let's pop that in our mouths, okay. shall we? Okay, here we go. Wow, that's off. Yeah. It's soft. It's definitely a fruity flavour to it. Or is it? Citrus it hang on. Oh my god, it is hitting the citrus. Fucking hell. The sour, but then it's not. It's dark chocolate. Or is it alcohol? What is that? Wow, the dark chocolate's really kicking in now. I've lost the earlier flavour before I nailed it. So have I, but it was like it was citrusy but wasn't. It was hitting those bit of raspberry? Close. Strawberry. Oh. It's no. blueberry because it's fucking blue. Very close. Blackberry. Black. Current. Yeah. I'm having that. <laughs> you led me to it, yes, but... I'm not adjudicating on this one. <laughs> one You're point. the official adjudicator. <laughs> we can have a point each. Yeah. Which is pointless to you because I've won. One more. So that's blackcurrant. <sighs> blackcurrant caramel. So insane. we both got it wrong. So we have to do one more round for the final round down. Ridiculous. Just one more because I want another chocolate. <laughs> the way you're managing to legitimise eating this <laughs> Just one more and then we'll get back onto the chat. Um, let's do the red and black one. That's chilli. <laughs> I know that's chilli, you motherfucker. I can see it in your eyes. Okay, let's go for the black and silver one. That, okay. This is an extraordinary colour. It's almost like a work of art, this. It looks like the top of it has come out of a spray can that maybe a graffito artist has produced. Yeah, good one. <laughs> it's just, you're just going to put them straight in your mouth now. The preamble is gone, isn't it? You're just shoving them in. Hang on, don't say anything, so I haven't a chance to eat mine yet. Whoa. The work just collapses mm -hmm. into your teeth. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Mm. Smooth. Dolce de leche. It's got the Biscoff caramel. type. It's nearly. Uh, caramel. Toffee. It's fudge. No. Caramel. Um. <laughs> Do you get any other flavours? Chocolate. <laughs> I've eaten it too quickly. It's is like sticky one? toffee. Any saltiness? Oh, it's salty caramel. caramel. <laughs> That was a draw. <laughs> Which again is useless to you because you needed big points. Right, and the winner of the <laughs> chocolate mystery box quiz 
is Tom Fordyce with three and two thirds to Joe's one and one third. Congratulations, Tom. Well done. Thank you, John. Fuck, that is good. Like how, right, let's re, 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 rewind it back. Yeah. How did you become a chocolatier? So, Apart from always liking chocolate, like me. It was, yeah, obviously always liked chocolate. Always loved making food. And we were looking at what A-levels for me to do and then hence what university courses. We're looking at university courses and chefing came up for me and then um, pastry chef came up and that, that kind of took... A real fancy for me. I I do do some cakes and stuff, but I don't I don't sell them. I kind of just make them for people at home and friends and stuff. But chocolate is quite a big part of pastry. I thought you know what, that actually sounds like quite a cool job. Chocolate sounds like a good job. Yeah, yeah, good. Uh, you know who? I don't know anyone that's a chocolatier. No joke. Save it. <laughs> what? And what you know? Have you eaten another one? <laughs> <laughs> you smashed another one when I was looking at chocolate. Joe. Have I got to try and guess which one you've taken, by the <laughs> Let me have a look in the box. One of these chocolates is a little lonely chocolate orphan because Joe is eating its sibling. Oh, my God. It's popping candy. <gasps> is it? To say us with it. Alcoholic. This isn't part of the quiz. Oh, yeah. The quiz is gone. Don't know what alcohol is. Brandy? Which Rum? one, which one was it? Champagne. Sparkly. It makes sense. The the oh, my the... God, yeah. <laughs> so it's the all gold one there. Oh, the thing you've put in, the thought you've put into these chocolates... It's got, it's fantastic. Tom, I don't know what's happened to me. I know what's happened. Yeah. We've just met the real world Willy Wonka. <laughs> this this is, is Wonka-esque. It's insane. This is fantastic. Look how happy we all are. <laughs> and do you know why we're all happy? We've had six chocolates each. Yeah, and but also because the thing that chocolate does to the brain... Your eyes have gone wild. <laughs> the actual physical benefit chocolate has to you. It, it's not just me who eats too much trying to justify eating more chocolate. It does have a positive effect on your body. You look like you're off your tits. Honestly, <sighs> your eyes are popping out of your head. So good, that champagne one with the popping candy. It's just really good. It looks really pretty. So do you know what it releases in your body? When you I, I think I'd like to uh, guess Okay. with Tom. Oh, in quiz cool. number two. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got it on your pad. I'm not looking at my pad. <laughs> What do you think it releases in the body, Tom? Dopamine. Mm, what type of dopamine? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Correct answer, in other words. Serotonin, which has been able to be released in the body because of the tryptophan, tryptophan, which the brain then uses to produce serotonin, which is a euphoria hormone. So it just makes you feel happy, makes you feel good. Joe, so much of, of what we've seen today is reminding me of Willy Wonka. I'm assuming you've read the book as a child, you read it to the kids now, I've seen the film, the films. Chocolate Joe, of the different things that we see in Wonka's factory, and Joe and I will try and list some here, which do you think, because we've seen you work miracles today with this chocolate, I would like to know which of the following you think you can have a good crack at. Right, take this in turns, Joe. Mm -hmm. I'll go number one, edible grass. <gasps> yeah. Piece of piss. Yeah. Well, you could do that. Yeah. Oh my god, he's not even battered an eyelid. Uh, lickable wallpaper. Yes. But I don't just want f food flavours. Well, what sort of flavours do you want? Like an armpit. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like jelly, that jelly bean shit you came up with. Bean boozle. I want a whole wall of all sorts. Armpits. That might be a bit more of a challenge. Bubble gum. The never lasting. The never lasting gobble stopper. Bubble stopper. The never lasting. The, <laughs> the everlasting gobstopper. 
I think that's they, impossible yeah. to make, surely. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Would you just, want an everlasting one though? Your jaw It'd give you get, lock jaw, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, get very sore jaw. What about a chocolate waterfall? Yeah, easy. Yeah. Well, they do them already, don't there's, they? There's actually a, a piece of machinery. It comes from an Italian brand, which um, you can buy and. It's almost like a chocolate waterfall, but it's got a glass screen in front of it. So it's just constantly chocolate falling down in like a waterfall effect. I want to live there. <laughs> I want to live in it. What about a great glass elevator? I understand it's not <laughs> in your sweet spot, but you're a fucking miracle worker. <laughs> I think I struggle with glass. Yeah. What about a sort of chocolate elevator? That <laughs> sounds dis... All right, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't be too... I mean, working elevator. It's got to work once. It's only got to go one floor. I think that'd be doable. This episode is sponsored by the following splendid people. The Laptop, Joe Dell. Crapper's Delight, Kyle Crapper. Welcome by... Da, 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 da. Andy Walker. Queen Victoria, Grace Lopez. Dave the Wily Fox. Hallelujah... It's Josh Buckley. The Orient, Dean Layton. Fifty Shades of Phil Gray. Thomas Alanda, Dom John Newbold, and Alexander M. Picuza. I ain't gonna break the Tommy Pickett line. The Baker, Greg Edwards. Sweet Caroline Harris. And Scott Shillam with kindness. To be more like all of them, go to patreon.com forward slash Joe Marler Show. Become an official sponsor, get bonus content and grow the show today. In my fact-finding mission about chocolate, here's one of my favourite that I found. You know pure cocoa? 100%. How have you turned that round? <laughs> anyway, the pure cocoa is actually antibacterial in the mouth. It reacts antibacterially, yeah. which begs the question, because I don't know if you struggle with the boys, but we've struggled with the kids. Brushing the teeth. Brushing their fucking teeth. Honestly, it is a nightmare. We took them to the dentist to be like, oh, have you got any... Like, we're really struggling, like, Felix especially. You've tried different flavours of toothpaste. Or strawberry, sorts. just bubble gum, you name it, all the different flavours. And we're like, have you got any advice? And he turned around and went, just persevere. <laughs> I was like... Brilliant. Thanks for that. <laughs> Real good fucking help. But it, this begs the question, why is there not a chocolate toothpaste? Because 100% chocolate tastes horrible. Oh. So 100% it, cocoa it, is, is not nice. It's not nice. No. You imagine it gets more and more bitter. You know, if you've had 70% cocoa, it's a lot less bitter than 80% cocoa. Yeah. You think what that's like without any sugar whatsoever. <sighs> chocolate, Joe, I would like to know about quantity okay. rather than quality. So, we are in Birmingham, as we've said. Cadbury's are still based here. How many bars of chocolate are Cadbury's knocking out in a day? Oh, hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands? I must think, yeah. And you're making, your artisan, your Willy Wonka-style chocolate, how much are you making? So, bars-wise, we don't make... Bars isn't an area of where I push myself. We mainly focus on uh, individual chocolates, like the, the chocolate box. So, for that, I can turn out sort of two to 3,000 a day. Fucking hell. On a good day. Chocolate Joe in the chocolatier world, are there big competitions? Is like a chocolate World Cup? Effectively, yeah. So for people aged 18 to 25, there's a competition called the Junior UK and Ireland Junior Chocolate Masters. Where's this is it is it has it been this year or has it been held it's yet? It's just about to be held in June. Where? Banbury. 
So it, they've got an academy on the site of, you know, we were talking about Calabao earlier. Yeah. So they make English chocolate there. Um, so like champagne, Belgian chocolate can only be called Belgian chocolate if it's made in Belgium. Seems fair. And uh, it's it's on the site there. So they've got a, a chocolate academy. Okay, so that's coming up in June. Yeah. You're doing it? No. Right. <laughs> No, we did. Why I did, not? Do you not fancy entering competitions? I did look at doing it, to be honest, but I thought next year would probably be better for me. Okay, another year's training. Um, and what yeah. sort of things would they do there? So you have eight hours, so full, uh, only one day. You have to do so-called a snacking bar. So it's mm. almost like a chocolate. Leave, jo- leave that box alone. <laughs> Carry on, Joe. So it's basically a chocolate, but in uh, slightly bigger. So the bars are sort of like 30 or 40 grams. So not like a 400 gram, but you have to get mm-hmm. layers in them, lots of different flavours. You have to build a showpiece. So that's like a 40, 50 centimetre chocolate sculpture. Yeah. I want to come and watch this. <laughs> or is it in Banbury? Banbury. Let's go to Banbury. Let's go to Banbury. In fact, we'll go next year. <laughs> watch you win it. Sounds like a plan. What do you get? Do you get a chocolate trophy? Not made out of chocolate, no. Oh. You get this prize money and yeah. you get things, you know, like agreements with the company and things like that. It's quite a good... Oh, it's quite a big... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to do a plated dessert in the day as well. So you've got quite a lot to do in sort of eight hours. Joe, I have no doubt in my mind whatsoever, having tasted the wares of Chocolate Mm. Joe, Mm. who quite clearly is already at the very top of his game. The thing is, you are competing with, you know, some of the people that are there are Harrods, you know, Uh. that sort of level. So we were in, I was in Harrods on Sunday um, because they've got an exhibition in there from the current World Chocolate Master and his final showpiece is actually up on display in Harrods. And I'll show you now. It's an elephant. It's a whole chocolate. It's 170 kilos. Oh my of chocolate. god! Solid. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it's all been... of that chocolate. Yes. <gasps> so what's what's quite cool about this one is as well is so is he smashing it, through a wall? It's it's supposed to look like that. Yeah. Um, so what's quite cool is so this half is an elephant, and then this half is supposed to be a bionic elephant. So he's done it what? in two halves. So the, hang on. Oh. So as we look at the elephant, the left hand side. Of the trunk, left ear, standard elephant. Yeah. And then he's done a bionic elephant. On the right-hand side, What's yeah. What's this fella's name? This is like shinier. Uh, Luke Crusaeus. He's the current... World Chocolate Master. Okay, Luke... L-L-U-C. L-L-U. While you're looking for that, Joe, there's a little sign at the bottom of this picture that Chocolate Joe took, which is for the benefit of people in Harrods. Um, it's also the sort of thing that... I think you should bear in mind with this box of chocolates in front of us. Chocolate Joe, would you mind reading out the words on this sign that was meant for people in Harrods but could be meant for Joe Marler and the <laughs> box of chocolates in front of him? Yeah, of course. It says, um, please admire with your eyes. <laughs> Not your fingertips and your lips again. Yeah, but that's, that's deceiving because you can drink vodka through your eye. So, so you're having another one. Oh? You're having a bright yellow one, like a canary yellow one. Oh my God. Citrusy again. It's quite lemon coloured, Joe. I don't know if that's a stick. Lemon. <laughs> Is it lemon curd? Lemon curd. Lemon meringue pie. It's lemon meringue pie with the curd. It's fantastic. Is it me or is every citrus fruit I've tried or fruit chocolate I've tried of yours has been partnered with white chocolate? No, the blackcurrant caramel is dark, but things like the citrus ones work well because I like to make sure they're quite a lot more sour. Mm. And obviously the white chocolate really, it, it, it balances it better. Mm. You know, if you had bitter and sour, yeah. it's kind of a bit too much, whereas bitter and sweet, you know, it's it, it's got a good good flavour to it. 
Do you know why why good chocolate, good, good chocolate is so expensive? Tell me, Joe. It takes 400 cocoa beans to make one pound of chocolate. What? Each tree, cocoa tree, produces 30 to 60 pods a year. Each pod contains 40 beans. So each tree only produces two to three pounds of chocolate a year. What? <laughs> and those trees are harvested by hand. Twice a year. Twice a year. So they're one of the very few plants that are harvested twice a year. So you have one big harvest and one slightly smaller harvest. That's bonkers. We've got to have shitloads of cocoa trees in the world. Well, it, it only grows in a certain area. Western so, Africa, by the sounds of not it. Not just Western Africa. Oh, right. Similar conditions? Yes. Mehiho? So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's 20 degrees either side of the equator and it's called the chocolate belt and it's the only places in the world you can grow chocolate. Have you got your chocolate belt, Joe? What a wonderful <laughs> chocolate fact to end this incredible episode on. Chocky Joe, you've been brilliant. For such a young mind... He's a genius, Joe. Only 23. Only 23. You've just been brilliant. I've loved all the stuff you've come out with <laughs> and I think it's mainly because... <laughs> You bribed me with your wonderful... Genuinely now, these are some of the best chocolates I've A, ever seen and B, ever tasted. I honestly think the chocolates that I've eaten that you brought today are the best chocolates I've ever eaten. Not, no word of a lie. Thank That's you. fucking brilliant. So if you're in Birmingham and you're listening to this, why don't you just take a little trip out to 1683 Chocolate Place? In Knoll, just south of Birmingham. You can, you can also order online. Probably easier, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chucky Joe. You've been brilliant. Thank you very much. Cheers, mate. <laughs> oh, my mouth is going fucking bananas. Oh. And key lime pie and other flavours all at the same time. Good, because I don't think we had a banana in there. It is quite like we had a tour of Willy Wonka's factory. Yeah, and that could literally mean something else. But it doesn't. No, it, it doesn't. It means what it should mean. And that means we ate loads of different exploding chocolates in our mouth. Neither do I feel even vaguely sick. But I had half as many as you. Chocky Joe was ridiculous. Big time. He seemed to be a chocolate fountain of knowledge. <laughs> so good. Thank you. You look smug, but correctly so, Joe. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm going to go to the doctors and get um, myself checked out for diabetes now, though, because I have absolutely gorged myself. I can't wait to dig into this rugby ball lever, of which I'm not sharing with you, Tom. Can I lick your rugby ball? If you'd like to support the show, you can subscribe on Apple, Spotify and Patreon for just a pound a week. You can get bonus content, you can get ad-free episodes, and at the very same time... You'll be growing the show, and I don't know why you always sing that bit. Habit. You can also listen ad-free on Amazon Music. And if you would like to buy a brand new Grow the Show hoodie, you can click the link in the episode description. Tom, this is me giving you a generic goodbye. Joe, have a good bye. Have the best of byes. Have the best bye you've ever had. Bye. God, you're good at goodbyes. Crowd Network. A place where you belong. Sports Social Podcast Network.